While at Indie Web Camp New York City, I sat down with some of the participants to ask, why did you get involved with the Indie Web? My name is Emma Hodge. My website is emmahodge.org. I did not have a website and did not know how to make one. I met Tantec at a party and he was like, hey, I'm hosting this thing tomorrow. Do you have a website? And I was like, oh no, I don't. And he was like, would you like to make one? I said, yeah, that sounds cool. And so I went and made my website, emmahodge.org. Nice. And uh, which event was that? That was um, Indie Web Camp NYC 2016. It was like in January 2016 when there was a big, like it was Snowmageddon in New York and there was a big blizzard. Yeah. Uh, since then, you've also hosted us for 2016 NYC 2 and now for 2017. Indeed. Do you have any hopes for NYC 2018? My hopes for NYC 2018 are, I don't know, last 2016, there were more people here. It's always cool to like meet a bigger group of people, but also cool to get to know more people in more depth. So, but maybe it'd be cool to have a bigger group. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you, Marty. Hello and welcome to This Week in the IndieWeb Audio Edition for the week of September 30th through October 6th, 2017. This Week in the IndieWeb is a weekly digest of activities in the IndieWeb community at IndieWeb.org. It contains recent and upcoming events, posts from Indie News, and a summary of wiki edits. This Week in the IndieWeb is sent out on Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, with this audio edition appearing the following day. You can find the web edition of This Week in the IndieWeb, including all links and an archive of all past editions, at IndieWeb.org this-week. Events Homebrew Website Club is a bi-weekly meetup of people passionate about or interested in creating, improving, building, and designing their own website. Most meetings take place every other Wednesday from 6.30pm to 7.30pm, with an optional quiet writing hour from 5.30pm to 6.30pm beforehand. Homebrew Website Club met on October 4th in Nuremberg, Dinslaken, Brighton, London, Baltimore, Frederick, San Francisco, and Portland. There was also a virtual homebrew website club at Central European Time. Check out this week's newsletter for links to notes and photos from the meetups. The next regularly scheduled homebrew website club meeting is October 18th, with Nuremberg, Brighton, London, and Baltimore confirmed so far, as well as a virtual homebrew website club at Central European Time. If you're an organizer, please remember to update the wiki with information about your venue, times, and how to RSVP. And remember, you can always find info about the next upcoming Homebrew Website Club meetups at IndieWeb.org next-hwc. Interested in starting a Homebrew Website Club in your city? It can be as simple as grabbing a friend and heading to your favorite coffee shop, bar, living room, or any other meeting place. You can find plenty of information about Homebrew Website Club, including tips for how to organize your own, at IndieWeb.org hwc. There were two Indie Web Camps last weekend, including the first Indie Web Camp Istanbul and the fifth Indie Web Camp New York City. You can find photos, notes, and videos on the wiki. Check out IndieWeb.org slash 2017 slash Istanbul and IndieWeb.org slash 2017 slash NYC. Registration is open for Indie Web Camp Berlin, which will take place November 4th and 5th at Contentful GmbH in Berlin, Germany. Learn more and register now at IndieWeb.org slash 2017 Berlin. And planning is in progress for IndieWeb Camp Austin, scheduled to take place December 9th and 10th. 
Learn more and help out at IndieWeb.org 2017 Austin. All IndieWeb events follow the IndieWeb Code of Conduct, which can be found at IndieWeb.org COC. And all IndieWeb events are volunteer-run, so if you are interested in helping organize, getting the word out, finding sponsors, and more, let us know in the chat at chat.indieweb.org. A couple of IndieWeb-related events are also coming up. IndieWeb community member Jeremy Keith of Adactio.com will be giving a talk on the building blocks of the IndieWeb at the View Source Conference in London on October 27th. And IndieWeb community member Callum Ryan of CallumRyan.com will be giving a talk introducing the IndieWeb movement at MozFest London on October 28th. And now, a selection of this week's updates from the IndieWeb wiki at IndieWeb.org. New Community Members A new user page was created for Keith J. Grant at KeithJGrant.com. Keith is the author of OmniBear, a browser extension for creating indie replies, likes, and more via Micropub. He also recently gave a talk titled The Decentralized Social Web, which introduces several IndieWeb building blocks. If you haven't already, now is a good time to create your own user page. It's a great way to introduce yourself to the IndieWeb community and to collect the things that you are working on or want to work on for your personal website. For more details, visit IndieWeb.org wikifying. Services and Organizations A new page was created for Blot at Blot.im, an open-source blogging platform that uses Dropbox to store your content. Paid hosting is available for $20 per year, but interested self-hosters can find the source for the project on GitHub. The Posts About the Indie web page was updated with a link to a post by Samir Vasta at inthemargins.ca titled, Taking Back Control Over My Content. In it, Vasta describes the process of migrating his personal site from the hosting silo Squarespace into Blot. While the site now relies on the Dropbox and Blot services, Fasta is glad to have all of his site's content saved as portable text files should the need arise to change hosting providers. The Site Deaths page was updated to note that Plaxo, an address book silo in operation since 2002, will be shutting down on December 31st of this year. They are offering existing users the ability to export their contacts before that time. IndieWeb Development a new page was created for Overland, an iOS app for location tracking that can send its data to a custom server. Overland's creator, Aaron Parecki, uses Overland to send his location to his website, allowing him to track his travel, automatically display his current time and weather, and more. The Micropub Clients page was updated with new info about photo.posterchild.com, a Micropub client from Grant Richmond at grant.codes. The web-based service allows the posting of multiple photos to your site via Micropub, as well as a somewhat experimental gallery post, which collects the individual photo posts together using some new Micropub attributes. And finally, the Jekyll page was updated to note that the changes to add Microformats 2 markup to Jekyll's default minima theme, proposed by IndieWeb community member Barry Frost, have been approved and are waiting to be merged into a future release of the static site generator. That's going to do it for this week. Thank you for listening. 
This English version of This Week in the Indie Web Audio Edition was read and produced by Marty McGuire. If you have suggestions for improving this audio edition of the newsletter, please feel free to contact Marty in the Indie Web chat. This Week in the Indie Web and the Indie News services are provided by Aaron Parecki. Music for this episode included the tracks Day 85 Suit, Day 48 Glitch, Day 49 Floating, Day 9, and Day 11 of Aaron Parecki's 100 Days of Music Project. Find out more at 100.aaronparecki.com. Learn more about the IndieWeb at IndieWeb.org and join the discussion via Slack, IRC, or the web at chat.indieweb.org.